hide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Behold, thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitant. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honour him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much uh, for this opportunity of just being able to um, uh, come before you in your word, Father, and learn just a little bit more about you through your names, Father. And we do pray that um, that you will soften each of our hearts and each of our minds that we would be open and receptive um, to what you have to say to each of us this morning and we pray Father that you, that you will teach us and um, uh, that you will just uh, continue to equip us um, for the work of the ministry that we may be a faithful witness and testimony um, for you throughout our daily lives for it's in Jesus name we ask these things Amen Okay so we have um, now. I was going to the message. I was going to do um, uh, today. I ended up deciding, as I was getting into it, that it would be um, better at the end of the series. So I'm just going on with the very next lesson, which is lesson number seven. Um, and um, and then that message I had planned for today, um, I'll do at the at the, end of the series. It just sort of fits better end. Um, then, um, then now, once I sort of started studying it and thinking, hmm, that'll that'll go better at the end, I think. Um, and you'll see why once once we get there, um, because it's a it 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 brings all the names of God, um, you know, and uh, you know, it sort of brings it to an end, and we'll, it'll tidy it up just nice, I think. So we'll do that. We'll do that at the end. So. That means this week we go on, we, we look at the first um, name. So last week, we sort of, um, or the last couple of weeks, we introduced this section of the series of his names. And, um, you know, we, um, we briefly looked at um, some of his names and the importance of knowing his names. You know, when they reveal to us a bit about um, God's character and, um, and you know, we need to develop um, a relationship with God, um, and we and we do that by spending time with him, with him in His Word and learning about Him, um, and and His names um, reveal um, a little bit about His character, 
and um, and it's not just knowing about God that we saw last week. We 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 need to um, take God at His word, or or, or tr- you know put our um, whole faith and trust in God. You know in our in our daily lives, not um, for salvation, um, but in our daily lives. And um, and you know we need to um, we need to do that. And these names of God. Um, reveal aspects of his character that we can put our faith and trust in um, and that'll um, come to more light as we go through through the lesson okay so um, now remember last week that that we we saw um, three primary names um, of God oops so we saw um, L And we saw um, Adon or Adonai, and we saw um, Yahweh um, were the three primary names of God. And those of you who have got your books, um, there's a couple of spots there for you to fill out. Oh, I'm not there yet, am I? getting a bit ahead of myself okay so god which is el or elohim um lord which is adon or adonai you know that the being um, the singular and the plural forms of the word and then we've got lord all in um, uppercase letters which is yahweh so why do we need um to know the various name of um various names of god In Psalm 91, um, in verses 1 and 2, we see now just bear with me a second because I've missed a bit here somewhere. Yeah, no, that's all right. Um, so in Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Um, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him um, will I trust. Um, Sorry. The reason is, it's not lesson eight, it's lesson seven. I've got it right here, just not up on the screen. There we go. Sorry about that. Now it should be. That's better thinking what's going on here all right you got the three names of god there um god which is el or elohim lord um capital L case o-r-d add on or adonai and then we've got 
Lord, all uppercase for Yahweh. Okay, Psalm 91. Okay, so in, in verses 1 and 2, we have um, these, these different names of God um, highlighted. So the Most High, which is El Shaddai. Um, the Almighty, which is El Elyon. Then we have Lord, so uppercase, which is Yahweh. Um, we have my God, which is Elohim. Remember, that's the plural form. Um, and then on high, which is El Elyon. Um, so all, all mentioned here in um, Psalm 90, um, verses 1 and 2. Now drop down to verse 14. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. So verse 14, God um, uh, will set us on high, one of his names, because we know his name. Note that in the passage, which promises ble uh, special blessings, if we know his name, he uses four different names. El Elyon, El Shaddai, Yahweh and Elohim. This passage is significant. It shows that there is more to the name of God than just a name. His names carry special blessings. Um, and so, you know, um, we, we have the question, why do we need to know the various names of God? Okay, and we can answer that um, next. Right, so we, when we know God's name and call upon that name, he will act by that name. Okay, we have God as by various names and we're, and, and we're going to see with his name El um, the significance of that name so that when um, we call upon that name of God, um, you know, we're highlighting a, 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 you know, an aspect of God's character and we're putting our, you know, our faith and trust in that aspect um, particularly of his, um, of his character. So in the studies that follow, we will explain and reveal the full significance of this idea of calling upon his name and, um, and acting um, by that name. El, the Hebrew word El is the singular word, which is often translated as God in the Old Testament. Um, we've got some um, facts about... Oh, sorry, forgot about that part. So just... Think about the following facts about this um, name El. It's translated 250 times in the Old Testament as God with a capital G. Translated 250 times, God. Okay, now let's look at some scripture passages where this name of God is um, used. So firstly, uh, Numbers 23, 22. Okay, Numbers 23, uh, 22, which says, God brought them out of Egypt 
he hath, as it were, the strength of an unicorn. So El brought Israel out of Egypt. So note this word, the, the use of this word El in connection with strength. And that is the basic idea behind um, this particular name of God, that is strength. So it says there, and he hath, as it were, the strength of an unicorn. Highlighting, you know, the strength of God or the power of God. Um, next, Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 17. which says for the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords a great God mighty and a terrible which regardeth not persons nor taketh reward um, so a bit, bit of a translation so Yahweh your Elohim is Elohim of Elohim and Adonai of Adonai a great El okay so highlighting those different um, w uh, names of God there in, in that one passage. Note the use of the four different names. Well, though Elam is plural for El, for God is one statement. And note again, note again that El is connected with power or might. So a great God, a mighty and a terrible, regardeth not persons nor taketh reward. So a, a great God, mighty and terrible. Okay, so he's connected um, once again with power or might. Uh, the next passage is Psalm 77 and verse 14. which says, uh, Thou art the God that doest wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among people. So the El who does wonders. Um, Psalm 68, verse 35. O God, thou art terrible out of thy holy places. The God of Israel is he that giveth strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God, the El of Israel, who gives strength and power to his people. And then in Psalm 22, verse 1. To the chief musician upon Ageleth Shehar, a psalm of David, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? And from the words of my roaring. Um, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? This is a um, prophetic psalm of, of the Messiah, of course, which um, uh, Christ uttered these words as he hung... Um, on the cross my god my god why hast thou forsaken me 
calling on God in L, the God of power. So, so the meaning. So what do the above, these verses we've just seen, what do they reveal about the meaning of El? Well, they reveal that he is mighty, that he is strong, and that he is powerful. So that's, and you know, this, that was only a few verses out of, you know, many um, uh, places that this word is used for God in the Old Testament. But they reveal to us that he is mighty, that he is strong, and that he is powerful. And, and that's important for us to know um, as, um, as we rely on his might and his power um, day to day. And we're going to see application of that um, to our lives next. So how is the name L important in my life? So think the answer to the question that we we had um, at the start you know why should we know the names of God we know God's name and call upon that name he will act accordingly he will act by that name so let's apply that now to this name El you know which is God is mighty strong and powerful so let's turn now uh, to Numbers chapter 12 and verse 13. And we'll see how um, men used, um, used this name of God in asking God for help. So Numbers chapter 12 and verse 13. And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, he, heal her now, O God, I beseech thee. So Moses is, is crying out to God here for Miriam, his sister, um, um, who God struck with leprosy because her and, um, and Aaron um, complained against the authority of Moses. And, um, and now she's been struck with leprosy. And Moses cries out to the Lord. Um, he says, heal her now, O God. That's that word, ill, I beseech, I beseech thee. Okay, so here um, Moses calls a, upon um, the, the mighty, the powerful God to heal um, Miriam, his sister, of the leprosy. Um, so when we know God's name um, and call upon that name, he will by that name. Moses needed God's power and used God's name for power in order to receive God's power. Okay, uh, another example, Psalm uh, chapter 10 and verse 12. So that, that was an example of, you know, um, Moses calling upon um, God's power to heal his sister. Well, here in Psalm 10 verse 12, which says, Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up thine hand, forget not the humble. Here, El is the defender. When David needs help over his enemies, he uses the name El. Why? Because when we know God's name and use that name in prayer, he will act by the meaning of that name. So um, 
because God is all-powerful, because of God's strength, he is able to defend on our behalf. Or in this case, on David's behalf. And then back to Psalm 22, verse 1. Um, to the chief musician upon Ageleth Shahar, a psalm of David, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? El is the one to whom we turn during trials. This is the prayer David uttered in Psalm 22, but it is also the prayer of Christ uttered on the cross. Even Christ, when needing the, the Almighty, uses the name of El in his prayer to God the Father. He knew the importance of using the right name for the circumstances. Uh, next, Psalm 63 and verse 1. A psalm of David, when he was in the wilderness of Judah. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. El here is the one who ought to be the object of our greatest desire. Note the title. Um, David was in the wilderness of Judah. This was possibly while he was running from Saul. He was now surrounded by Saul and his escape seemed helpless. So what did he do? He invoked the name El in his prayer because he needed strength and power of God. He needed God to act on his behalf to provide him a way of escape um, in, in that um, situation. Um, so only uh, next Isaiah Which says, Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is none else. So why did God call himself by this name in this verse? Because he alone has the power to save. Man cannot save himself. Neither baptism, church membership, doing good, meditation, or any other activity or process of man can save. Only the Lord our El, or the Lord our God, has the power to save our souls. And then um, just a couple of familiar verses. Um, John 14, 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Acts 
Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And then Romans 10.13 For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So as we've studied, to call upon his name means to depend upon. Remember we saw that um, last week, that you know, to call upon the name of God doesn't mean to simply call out his name. It means to depend on his name. Um, that is, I trust myself totally upon all that Christ Jesus is for salvation. So this verse... Romans 10, 13 is not saying that whoever prays and begs God is saved. Rather, it is saying that we must call on his name. We must depend upon him to save us. Um, and um, and that, that's what it means to call upon his name. And so we've seen examples of um, how these um, people throughout Scripture have called upon God's name. They have depended on his power and his strength. And it's no different for us today. You know, there are times when um, we find ourselves in circumstances which, um, you know, seem hopeless. Well, we can call upon God's power and God's strength um, to help us, either to give us strength um, to, to go through those circumstances or to act on our behalf and give us a way of escape from those circumstances. Um, but we can call upon God's strength. Um, and that's this name, God, or El, which highlights, um, you know, that his character uh, or the part of his character um, which, is, which is power, which is might, which is, which is strength. So calling upon means to depend upon. Um, as in... As in the example that we saw last week, I had to call upon all my years of experience. We don't call out to our years of experience, but we depend on our years of experience in, you know, in some circumstance. And so, so it is too for salvation. Um, a man can call upon all that God is in Christ Jesus. And then not only for salvation, but also to, um, you know, to live for him day by day. Um, we... We need to depend on God, don't we? Um, we need to depend on God for strength, you know, in ourselves. Um, sometimes, you know, um, we find we go through tough times, and um, and you know, we we need God's strength in order to go through those tough times, um, you know, in a way that honors Him. You know, like you think of the the tough time that that Job had. Um, you know, th there's no way we could go through, you know, a time like that unless we depend, um, unless we depend on God. Um, and, you know, as, as hard as what those times are, when you, when you, when you come out the other side, um, still honouring God and, and, you know, praising God for his provision of strength, um, you know, we, we can praise God for that, can't we? Um, and, you know, that, that is a blessing to, um, you know, that uh, when we look back on those tough times, that God um, took us through those tough times. 
and, and gave us strength um, through those tough times or provided a way of escape through those tough times. Um, and so, you know, we can call upon God's power, God's might, God's strength for whatever needs um, that we may come across um, in our daily lives. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we do thank you um, that you are indeed a, a mighty, a great and powerful God. And we thank you, Father, that we can depend on your strength. Um, Father, uh, not, not only for providing a way of escape, you know, during tough, uh, tough times, Father, but, um, but it, providing us with strength to go through the tough times that you allow us to go through. And, and Father, we, we pray that indeed um, we will depend on you um, for strength day by day um, to take us through each day and, um, and to honour you um, in our daily lives, Father, as you would have us to, that we may be a faithful witness um, and testimony um, for you, for your name's sake. For it's in Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. Thank you.